When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sports Network, live from the veranda where it's all about the flavor. Welcome to Dog Talk with Joe Moorhead, brought to you by Seaspire, customer inspired, Regions Bank, the official bank of the SEC, and by the Mississippi Ford Dealers and the F 150, the official truck of Mississippi State Bulldogs. Now, here's the voice of Bulldog football, Neil Price. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome to the veranda tonight. It's Dog Talk with Coach Joe Moorhead. I am not Neil Price. Neil Price is sitting courtside in Humphrey Coliseum right now talking about Mississippi State leading Louisiana Monroe 19-13 to in men's basketball. I'm Bart Gregory. Appreciate you hanging out with us for the next hour. We'll talk to Joe Moorhead about the Bulldogs coming off a big win at Arkansas a couple of weeks ago and then having the week off last week. First time dogs have been at home in a while. It's been about a month. Last home game was October the 19th against LSU. LSU, And then back-to-back road games against A&M and then Arkansas. And, of course, the Crimson Tide of Alabama, the opponent this weekend, 11 o'clock start as State and the Crimson Tide get a morning start this weekend. Of course, take a look back. We'll talk with Joe Moorhead in just a few moments. Jay Yates will join us and talk about the Simmons Catfish Catch of the Week. We'll talk about all the specials here at the veranda this weekend. Come on by and join us at the veranda right here on Lincoln Green. Jay's got all kind of food. He's going to bring out one of those tomahawk wagyu ribeyes he has in dangling in front of me right now and jay you can't do that to a fat guy you can't do that you can't put that out there like that without any utensils let me tell you something i'm from nanawoy if you don't think i won't pick that thing up and eat it <laughs> jay yates the owner and chef here at the veranda we'll talk about that simmons catfish in just a little bit but more importantly this wagyu tomahawk ribeye of course the bulldogs set an sec record in their last matchup against arkansas most offensive yards in an sec game for state 640 most rushing yards in an sec game 460 
And the thing we want to talk to Joe Moorhead about later on is Tommy Stevens coming back very healthy in the game, 12 of 18 passing, 172 yards. And State really finally had that game where everything clicked offensively, and it was a lot of fun to see. So come on out. Join us here at the veranda. This is your place to be this weekend, not just tonight. Of course, the Bulldogs playing basketball. We're watching basketball right now on the TV here in the bar. And we're going to talk Mississippi State and Alabama football coming up with Joe Moorhead in just a few moments. 11 o'clock kick, so everything changes a little bit on game day. I'd like to remind you, at 8 o'clock, that's when the Hale State tailgate will open up. Bullies kids on. If you're coming up and want to, to bring you the kids, Kids Zone is open at 8 o'clock. That Hale State tailgate, what a great place to be. That's where Charlie and I will be for the pregame show starting at 9 o'clock. And so Bullies Kids Zone, you've got all kind of games going on. They'll show you college game day will be on the TV. The roads will close at 8 o'clock with it being an 11 o'clock kickoff. The ticket office will open at 8 o'clock. The Alumni, Alumni Association tailgate will begin at 8 o'clock. The gates will open at Davis Wade Stadium at 8.45. The dog rally and dog walk will begin right at 8.45. And then me and Charlie Winfield will kick off the C Spire tailgate show at 9 o'clock. The famous Maroon Band will have their warm-up outside of McCarthy Gym at 9.15. They'll start their walk down to the stadium around 10. And then the dogs in a crimson tide at 11 o'clock here in Starkville on ESPN as Mississippi State looking to beat Alabama for the first time since 19. Uh, 2007. So, Mississippi State and Bama, when we come back, we'll talk to Jay Yates. We're live at the veranda for dog talk tonight, and this is Mississippi State football from Learfield IMG College. Sam Johnson for Mississippi 811. Before you dig or drive stakes in the ground, call 811, or you might hit... Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> An electric line, or... A gas line? Tent's gone. Driving stakes? Call Mississippi 811 two days before pounding. It may keep you out of the... Don't worry, honey. The doghouse is just fine. There's room for both of us in here. Call 811 before driving stakes. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. Hey, state fans. Bancorp South knows no matter where you are in life, there's nothing quite like game day. That's why our team of experts is committed to providing the financial resources you need. For those tense moments. And big wins. Bancorp South is right where you are and proud to be part of your team. Visit BancorpSouth.com slash game day for more information. Member FDIC. While Mississippi universities compete at football, when it comes to cutting-edge research, they need to work together. That's why CSpire linked our state's leading research universities together with a 100 gigabit per second fiber infrastructure, working in support of the Mississippi Optical Network. Through the CSpire tech movement, we're empowering schools and universities with the technology to help them lead research and development for a better future. Learn more at cspire.com/mission. It's a different kind of work week out here. You need a tractor with enough power, performance, and versatility. The Kubota BX Series, the best-selling subcompact tractor in America. Now get a BX1880 for payments as low as $99 a month for 84 months or up to $2,000 instant cash rebate. Offers include a six-year limited powertrain warranty. Now through December 31st, 2019. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more information. Find a Kubota dealer near you at GoKubota.com. 
this is head coach Joe Moorhead reminding you that only bully is allowed at Mississippi State football games. And when you need a place for your dog to stay, choose Shaggy Hound in Starkville. Shaggy Hound offers a variety of accommodations to meet the needs of every four-legged family member. To board your dog, contact Shaggy Hound at 662-338-9400. This season, you can share a Coke with your team on it. So I'm going to tell you how with a little help from this quarterback. Sally, 44. You can share a Coke when your team's up. Red Poncho. You can share a Coke when your team's down. Happy Jolly. You can even share a Coke with your rival on game day. Chili, chili, chili. Or you can share a Coke when you're giving out your famous guacamole recipe in a completely packed stadium. Cilantro, chopped onion, squeeze the lime, Roma tomato, hike. Share a Coke with a fan this season. The season is here, and so is the Ford Black Friday event. Now, for a limited time, get 20% estimated savings on select 2019 Ford models. Hurry in today. Eligible on select 2019 model year vehicles. Vehicle must have arrived at the dealer at least 61 days prior to sale date. Estimated savings include an average dealer discount based on a sales survey of average discounts offered by Ford dealers nationally. Discount may vary. Dealer determines price. For all offers, take new retail delivery from an authorized Ford dealer stock by 12-2-2019. See participating dealer for complete details. The Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors' Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Back at Dog Talk, presented by C Spire, live at the veranda where they're always ready to serve up the flavor for the Bulldogs. Mark Gregory here with you because Joe Moorhead has arrived. Jay Yates, the chef, the owner, the man that cooked that Wagyu tomahawk. Coach, you going to Flintstone that thing? <laughs> I might. He'll tip the car over, though, I think. <laughs> I told Jay a moment ago. I was like, man, let me tell you, it doesn't matter if you don't have any utensils there or not. I will take in. I will tear into it right now. Now you got to dig into that medieval time style, like the restaurant. Just pick it up and eat it. Absolutely. That's why it's got the handle on it. Pick it up and get after it. <laughs> well, back by popular demand is the Simmons Catfish Dish of the Week. Simmons has teamed up again with a veranda to provide the special catfish dish Thursdays through Sundays each week during football season. And here is Jay Yates to tell us more about this week's catfish dish. Gentlemen, this is uh, our you know, center-cut catfish, which is the delicata cut that we get from Simmons. Fantastic white piece of fish. Uh, we're chicken frying it, so it's got the, like, as if you fried a piece of chicken with the, with the nice crust on it. Same thing with the shrimp. Put that on top of the catfish, and then we have a green peppercorn gravy that we serve on there. We have some mashed potatoes with the skin on and some cream spinach. I know it's similar, similar to what we've done in the past, but this is a winner, especially for a football game weekend. So it's more of a flour base than a corn bake? That's, corn. that's correct. Okay. Chicken fried catfish and shrimp with green peppercorn gravy. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, okay. What kind of potatoes on the bottom? It's uh, Yukon Go potatoes with the skin on them. We just mash them up yeah. with some cream and butter and make them really delicious. Coach, Jay lives down the street from me. Mm-hmm. And, and so here's the question I have for you, Jay. And so we know Coach goes home and just dissects film because he's a football guy, okay? He wants to watch the Browns and the Steelers play tonight. I mean, football guys want to watch football and be around football. The guys with food, like me, like you, we want to be around food all the time. Do you go home and just kind of come up with things? 
Like Coach draws up plays on the on the board, dry erase board. Do you just draw up recipes when you get to the house? That's a great question, and I absolutely do that. Uh, I'll tell you a quick story. When I was a kid, my mom, I would come home and, and stand in front of the refrigerator. My mom would go, what, are you hungry? What do you want? She goes, no, I'm just looking. I'm, I'm making a plan. <laughs> I do the same thing here at my restaurant and at my house. If you came over, I have every ingredient known to man. If I don't have it, I can put my hands on it. And I, I, do, I do. I play at the house. I got a chef's kitchen, and, and, and people come over. We have fun and cook different stuff. Absolutely. So now the question becomes, if I live three doors down. Why aren't you there? And Jay cooks all the time. <laughs> and he has people over. Then all of a sudden, I'm beginning to realize I'm not your top seven, eight friends. Not true. You're always going, Bart. <laughs> not true. Invitation got lost in the mail. Oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> so anyway, Jay, man, it's always awesome. Dude, was, it's unbelievable. How, how long do you have these specials here? All right, so the catfish, go, we change it once a week. That'll go through Tuesday of next week. The tomahawk ribeye, I ordered a bunch of them for Bama weekend because people are going to come and spend big and eat big. Uh, so when we run out of that this weekend, uh, we're going to have next week, we'll have some uh, this welcome home beef for homecoming. So this is the Sanders family that's here, this beef cattle people. And they, they send the cows up north to fatten them up, and then they butcher them and send them back to us. And they're, but they're, they're from Starville. They're Octavia County, Mississippi cattle. And we'll have the T-bone, I'm sorry, the porterhouse and the bone-in ribeye next week, prime Octibiao County beef next week. And there are, like, organic fed? No. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> well, just, well they're start, they're start on well, grass. They yeah, they're grass-fed. And, they, and, they, and they send them, and they natural that, feed them up can, north. That can be organic. We'll say it is. I can't say that. Why not? It's not true. Okay. All right. Well, here's the thing. The truth. Coach, are you still on your diet? Yeah. You are? Mm-hmm. So you can't eat till like eight o'clock tonight, is that right? No, uh, it's five o'clock, and that time has passed. Oh, also, I was about to say well, that steak is on your diet because I'm eating the same thing. Because that was Lots mine. If it was outside of your time frame. Listen, everything here is great. I was a shrimp and grits guy, but uh, I'm going on the burger kick lately from here, so I'll tear into that when the show's over. <laughs> well, Bulldogs, find out uh, more information on the, this week's catfish dish, followed by a sim, uh, following Simmons Catfish on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Simmons Catfish, classic American quality. Jay, as always. Can I say one quick thing? Absolutely. Years ago. This is your restaurant. Years you ago, we were 7-0 and o going in to, to play Alabama, and we, and we put a sign out front that said, we believe. 8-0. <laughs> well, we didn't beat them then, but we're going to beat them this weekend. I believe, brother. All right, brother. You're right. I love it. Go dogs. Jay Yates, always fun, uh, full of flavor. And now he's going to take the steak away. <laughs> well, I guess we can get down to the meat and potatoes of this, Coach. We can talk about football. That's called a segue. Absolutely. I love it. Last week, had a week off. But coming off of what was, without doubt, the best offensive performance of the season, the way you ran the football against Arkansas, and it really segued into throwing the football as well. Just kind of your thoughts of looking back and kind of how everything came together. There were so many points of that game that uh, was really good and, and much-needed medicine. Yes, it all starts and ends up front, and I think we did a good job controlling the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Uh, got the run game going early with Kyle. You know, he was able to crack a big one and you know, keep it rolling throughout the game. You know, didn't realize he was a couple yards short of the, uh, the single-game record. Uh, and then they were trying to support the run, you know, with pressure and with, with secondary support. And we were able to throw some balls over the top and uh, you know, did some nice things on defense. First time since the second week of the season that Tommy has been healthy. And it's, yeah. it's amazing to finally get your guy back who's you know, been around the offense, understands the offense, is a team leader, team captain. And he looked like 
a, a player that was comfortable and a player that was finally healthy. Yeah, he looked like he did the first few weeks. And, yeah. and you, know, you, you feel bad for the kid because he worked and fought his tail off and, and had a great camp and had a great beginning of the season and then got banged up. And like you said, he's finally healthy and uh, you know, played a good, complete game. You know, threw it well, uh, was accurate, you know, uh, created some explosive plays, but he also ran the ball well, too. That's what I was about to say on a second down play early that first drive. It was almost like that was that moment of saying, okay, hey, I'm back. Second down and 14, you rush for 15, you get the first down, you move the chains. How big was it to get that touchdown on that first drive? Yeah, we had been, you know, first drive score is one of the things we always track on, on, uh, on Sundays, and we hadn't done that in quite a while. So to come out and be able to you know, generate a touchdown on that first drive and get a stop and then come back and score again, a great momentum builder. Looking at the offense and how it's kind of – kind of come together last week and you had some some methodical drives but you also had some big plays you had that big run by Kylan Hill in that first drive explosive plays such a big part of this offense they've been missing a little bit but they come back it's amazing how things like that come back when you begin to execute on the little play yeah we were a lot more consistent in, in, in the big things we didn't turn the ball over I think out of nine games so far we've uh, hit our explosive play goal uh, or eight um, all game, all but two. So we, it was good balance. We ran it, we threw it, and then more importantly, you know, we had kind of been on the turnover kick the past few games. You know, turned it over just once on the punt return, none on offense, and got a couple. You know, Marcus Murphy's big uh, interception return for a touchdown. So that was good complimentary football. When you're dealing with 18 to 22 year old kids, sometimes it's you know I'm dealing with four kids under 14, so keeping their minds on anything is is hard most of the time. But leading into that Arkansas game, you had all the guys get together and write down why they play the game of football. Sometimes it takes just a little thing and a little spark to kind of bring it back. Did you think that really – was that a big part of, of how we played that Saturday? I think it was good, not only why you play, but who you would dedicate the game to because to get to this point in their career, being an SEC football player at Mississippi State, you know, a lot of people had to help you along the way and, you know, just identifying who those people were that were instrumental in your life and your development and who you would want to play for. And I know, you know, Marcus Murphy's letter was one that we read to the team and him dedicating it to his, his mom who, you know, unexpectedly passed. And then for Marcus to come out and play the game that he did, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was, a, it was awesome. You know, Kylan was the story with all the rushing yards and then, you know, Tommy Stevens, the way he threw the football, but, it wasn't just those two guys. This wide receiver core, we'll talk later in the show about the different positions, but Osiris Mitchell making some big plays as a wide receiver. It seems like everybody's beginning to understand their role a little bit more, and it really that cohesiveness in that receiver core really showed out against Arkansas. Yeah, starting to click. You know, uh, Osiris is about to pass his you know, career highs for catches yards and touchdowns. I think generated a bunch of touchdown catches over 20 yards, made that great highlight reel play. Uh, Dedrick going to pass his career highs and Zuber doing a great job at the slot and a couple other positions and Stevens playing very well too and you know Peyton and some of those other guys Austin Williams uh, you know it, it, they're, they're, they're doing a great job well Sullivan's Office Supplies the official office products of supplier of Bulldog Sports Sullivan's courteous per, uh, personnel can help you in your business with items from basic office supplies to office furniture to interior design, contact Sullivan's Office Supply at Main Street, Starkville, 662-323-5222 or online at sullivansoffice.com where your workplace is our business. We'll come back and we'll talk about uh, the off week this past week and kind of what goes on behind the scenes as Mississippi State had that second, that rare second off week here this season. And you're listening to Dog Talk, live from the veranda, Joe Moorhead, talking about the dogs and the Crimson Tide coming up this weekend.
Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Welcome back to the Veranda. Dog Talk presented by C Spire, live at the Veranda, where they're always ready to serve up the flavor for the Bulldogs. Bart Gregory here with you tonight, joined by the head coach, Joe Moorhead. And coach, you're talking about last week or two weeks ago against Arkansas. We talked a lot about the offense. Yep. But on the defensive side, we talked about getting that uh, first three and out against Arkansas. But the defense, just the little things, tackling, tackling in space. Is this one of those games where the defense kind of fed off the offense and the offense fed off the defense? I think so. And, uh, you know, we talked going into the game that we we're going to have to win the turnover battle, win the explosive play battle. We let a couple runs get out. We did a real good job defending the pass. And, and uh, you know, unlike the uh, prior game, we got, we got off the field on third down. You know, so we converted on offense, extended drives, got off the field on third down and uh, was able to get the ball back to the offense. So I thought so we played off each other real well. Now you have the week off. Just the way the schedule sets up, you play that August game, and now all of a sudden you have two off weeks. We had to, we're coming off a win on the on the off week the first time, and now late in the season, having an off game with a three game stretch to follow at the end of the season. How did you like that? Having just that brief, almost like a one month season now coming off that off week. Yeah, I liked it because we got banged up pretty good at Arkansas. You know, had a bunch of guys with some injuries, so it was good to get healed. Uh, you know, recharge mentally, rehab physically. And, uh, you know, watched the film on Sunday, had two great developmental practices on Tuesday and Wednesday, focusing on the younger guys, uh, did a little bit of uh, advanced Alabama game plan, and then we hit the, ho- hit the road hard uh, recruiting on uh, Thursday and Friday. We talked to coaches and everybody associated with sports. The food tastes better. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, lot warmer outside. The, the, the sun looks better. The stars look better. The food tastes better. The girls look prettier when you win. Yes, sir. And just getting that big win, how big was that just to kind of get some confidence? Oh, and, and I think it was big because it was the game that week. But also, like you said, you're dealing with young kids, 18, 21 years old. And, uh, you know, they had been – busting our tails, a lot of unique circumstances entering the season, uh, you know, exacerbated by some different injuries, some things throughout the season. So to, for them to keep hammering away, keep working hard, keep practicing hard and believing in the process, the thing that it takes for us to win on a weekly basis and continue to build our program, it was good to see all their efforts and the coaches' efforts and everyone in the program, uh, how that validated with a win. So after, after you come off the practice, after you come off the game field against Arkansas, Take us back to, to last week and in the, in the week before. What's the schedule like in an off week? Yeah, like I said, coming Sunday, graded the film, got together the staff, uh, watched it with the kids, and we let them lift and run. Uh, you know, Monday was our off day, so we did self-scout all day on, a, on Monday. You know, first and second down, third down red zone. Just kind of took a four-game look at that. Uh, you know, what we're doing well, what we need to improve on. And then on a Tuesday and Wednesday, we game plan for Alabama in the morning, and then we practice in the afternoon, like I said, with a focus on our, our true freshmen, our redshirt freshmen, our developmental guys, then hit the road recruiting on Thursday, Friday. So for a player, and I know that you have the bumps and the bruises coming out of games, and, and having that week off is good just to kind of get them back from a physical standpoint, but being able to go back home on a Friday, 
wear that, uh, you know, wear that sweatsuit to a Friday night football game. Let everybody come up and take some selfies with you. From a mentally recharging situation, it's good for these guys to just kind of get a mental recharge too. Yeah, step away a little bit. You know, the time constraints of a, of a young man and this level of football are significant. Obviously, it's 20 hours a week with us, but all the things they do on their own on top of academics and social life and all those things, you know, to, to have those couple days to get home and be around family, be around friends and kind of, not, not get your mind off a bit, get your mind away from it for a little bit. You know, they came back back Sunday in a great frame of mind. And and now you go back to the physical part of it. It, it seemed like we did have some guys bumps and bruises, but looking in the final three weeks of the season, we may be as healthy right now as we've been in a long time. Yeah, aside, aside from the guys who are out for the whole year, right. and we got a number of those, you know, with some lower body things, but but the guys who had just been, like I said, kind of nicked up a little bit, you know, we've had them all back for practice this week, and uh, yeah, like I said, it's it's good for the last three-week stretch, you know, prior to the bowl. Okay, so the, the week off, let's talk about recruiting a little bit. And, of course, we can't talk about specifics in yep. any way. But in-season recruiting now and having an off week this late in the season when guys are finishing up their high school seasons, they may be in the playoffs a little bit, and you've got early signing right around the corner. We had signing day this past week or a couple of days ago yep. for a lot of other sports, but football – being in the middle of December, right after your season ends, how good is it to have an off week this close to the end of the season so it allows you to go out and see these guys recruit? Yeah, like with, with early signing day coming up, and the unique thing about the calendar, the way it falls this year, is there's only two weeks on the road for the contact period prior to signing day when normally you get three. So, you know, the game ends, and the next Sunday we're on the road, we're on the road, and then, then it's, it's dead and it's signing day. So I think in two days we hit over 80 schools in 10 games between the staff. I was able to get to a game on Friday and you know, a bunch of schools during the day. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I love it. I love recruiting. It's a life for the program. I think we've done incredibly well the past two years. You know, the first class we kind of was already in place when I got here and we were able to keep all the, most of them in the fold. You know, top 20 class last year, you know, top 20 class again this year. And you see the results of it of them young men that are playing on the field this year. You know, it's a big game this weekend when Johnny Hayes is coming in from Houston. He's always <laughs> – and going back, and, and, and the, the coaches that I've talked to around the state of Mississippi, they all say the same thing when I ask them about Mississippi State. They say, let me tell you something. That guy you got, he knows what he's doing recruiting-wise. He loves to recruit. And as far as, you know, getting the quality cast of players, recruiting is not as, as simple as finding the best 20 players. Because then all of a sudden you end up with, you know, some holes and some positions. When you go into your quote-unquote draft board, yeah. how tough is it to kind of mix and match and try to figure out, okay, this is what we need two years down the line and whatnot? You know, a lot of it is balancing out the needs by number by class. Like when we got in here, I think there were two classes where only one lineman had made it to camp right. campus, I think, in the freshman and sophomore classes. So working to kind of fill those holes, kind of having a good mix of junior college guys, you know, to address immediate needs, but still at the same time recruit younger guys so you can you can build. And I, I wish I could talk about this class by name. I, I know you can't, but right. also the validation of guys like Kylan Hill from Columbus, Marcus Murphy from West Point, all these kids in state and who are local, you know, being able to, you know, fulfill their dreams in front of family and friends and have the great the great fans of Mississippi State follow them and be around. And, you know, for Kylan to you know, be over 1,000, about to break the school single-season rushing record, and his mom's, you know, 30 minutes away, and, you know, Marcus' family all about 15, 20 minutes away, and for him to do the things he's doing. There's something special, there's something special about doing it at this level, but something even more special about doing it at home. As a head coach, you've recruited, you know, at the highest levels across the country, but as a head coach, 
and, and you look around the country in the Power Five, I've heard so many people say, let me tell you something about Joe Moorhead. He kind of separates himself the way he jumps in to the recruiting. How tough is it to manage going from, you know, play calling to coaching, and then all of a sudden you've got to wake up the next morning and you're, you're worried about recruiting? I mean, how hard is it to manage during the season? No, to me it's about, you know, time management and, you know, setting aside time to do certain things and, uh, you know, I don't think that there's many head coaches in the country that are personally recruiting right. you know, 20, 25 kids in a class and even more with the class of 2021 right now. But for Mississippi State, we may not have all the bells and whistles from a facility standpoint. We certainly don't have the, the, the winning tradition of all the things and trophies that we can point to. So the thing you got to do to differentiate yourself is have the head man involved like he's the area coach and he's a position coach. And we may lose a kid, but it sure as hell won't be for lack of effort on my part because I'm going to do everything <laughs> I can to make sure we get the best and the brightest here. When you get coaches on the staff, and that's one of the biggest things, and you talk about recruiting is your lifeblood, and it's also when you're recruiting coaches to come work with you, trying to find that mix and match and that perfect guy. Because the thing about being around athletics, and you know this, is sometimes you have guys who are great teachers of the game. They're great X and O guys, but they really don't like to recruit. Yeah, that, well, they that can't much. be on the staff then. Yeah, there ain't, there ain't but, any ball coaching specialists on this staff. If you can't recruit, you can't be on my staff. So that's, that's just the way it's going to be. It, Absolutely, and then you have you have guys that are tremendous recruiters that are not, you know, not as out of the front as far as from the X's and O's. But it seems like with your staff, you've got a bunch of guys that really enjoy the process, but are also pretty good teachers of the game as well. Yeah, you got to have that mix, and you kind of got to, you know, balance each other out. You know, some guys obviously are going to be better than things than others, but you got to have that that healthy mix. And it's like anything you talk about the ties to an area or. I mean, it's like business or, or anything you do. You can if you can sell, you can sell. You know, it doesn't matter where you're at. If you can recruit, you can recruit. And, and I think it's about identification. It's about relationship building. Uh, and it's about being able to effectively communicate the things that uh, allow a young man to achieve his goals on and off the field. And I think, uh, like I go through our class, Garrett Trader could have gone just about anywhere in the country. Lee Witherspoon was an under-radar guy who's going to be a star in this league. And they go down the line with the receivers. Brandon Cunningham, Charles Cross, only five-star offensive lineman ever signed at Mississippi State. Nathan Pickering could have gone anywhere in the country. Demonte Russell, you know, Jack Harris, Jarion, Martin Emerson, all those guys. And then you look at this year's class, you know, it, we're, we're, we're stacking two good ones on top of each other now. And the thing that about the guys you just mentioned. Playing. You're not, you're, they're you're, playing. Guys that are playing, and they're not just playing in one position. You're talking about just a complete core in different areas of the field. Yeah, and J.P. Purvis, too, Colin Dunk. I can't mention all of them, but, yeah, the, these uh, these true freshmen have had an immediate impact, and the ones that we have on the shelf and they're red-shirting, uh, that's going to benefit them because I think some of those guys like Purvis are going to be as good as anyone we have in the program. Well, we'll come back and we'll talk about this week's opponent, the Alabama Crimson, uh, Crimson Tide. Before we take a break, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Mississippi State football from Learfield IMG College. Located deep within the heart of the Mississippi Delta, outside of Yazoo City, is Simmons Farm Raised Catfish. The Simmons family is totally committed to producing the absolute best U.S. catfish. Simmons Catfish is classic American quality. Back with more from here in the veranda, it's Dog Talk with Coach Joe Moorhead. You're listening to Bulldog Football from Learfield IMG College. This is head coach Joe Moorhead reminding you that only bully is allowed at Mississippi State football games. 
And when you need a place for your dog to stay, choose Shaggy Hound in Starkville. Shaggy Hound offers a variety of accommodations to meet the needs of every four-legged family member. To board your dog, contact Shaggy Hound at 662-338-9400. This season, you can share a Coke with your team on it. So I'm going to tell you how with a little help from this quarterback. Sally, 44. You can share a Coke when your team's up. Red Poncho. You can share a Coke when your team's down. Happy Jolly. You can even share a Coke with your rival on game day. Chili, chili, chili. Or you can share a Coke when you're giving out your famous guacamole recipe in a completely packed stadium. Cilantro, chopped onion, squeeze a lime, Roma tomato, hike. Share a Coke with a fan this season. The season is here, and so is the Ford Black Friday event. Now, for a limited time, get 20% estimated savings on select 2019 Ford models. Hurry in today. Eligible on select 2019 model year vehicles. Vehicle must have arrived at dealer at least 61 days prior to sale date. Estimated savings include an average dealer discount based on a sales survey of average discounts offered by Ford dealers nationally. Discount may vary. Dealer determines price. For all offers, take new retail delivery from an authorized Ford dealer stock by 12-2-2019. See participating dealer for complete details. Get ready for Bulldog football with officially licensed MSU merchandise from HailStateStore.com. Gear up with apparel and accessories, including T-shirts, hats, jerseys from Adidas and more. It's a great selection of Bulldog gear, and it's all available right here at HailStateStore.com. A fanatics experience. Hey, State fans, Bancorp South knows no matter where you are in life, there's nothing quite like game day. That's why our team of experts is committed to providing the financial resources you need for those tense moments and big wins. Bancorp South is right where you are and proud to be part of your team. Visit BancorpSouth.com slash game day for more information. Member FDIC. A 43-yard field goal with a ticket to the championship on the line. Here's the At this moment, who you voted for doesn't matter. What kind of car you drive, how much money you make, what kind of music you listen to, or how many followers you have doesn't matter. At this moment, the only thing that does is football. Visit footballmatters.com. At Seaspire, we love to root for Mississippi's future. Technology will power amazing career opportunities for our children. But today, less than 18% of our public high schools offer computer science. That has to change. The Seaspire tech movement works with parents, educators, and influencers to advocate for computer science in each classroom. Let's build a future where Mississippi isn't just keeping up, it's leading the way. Learn more at seaspire.com slash tech movement. The passion, the tradition, the rivalries. SEC football is back on Sirius XM, and we've got 24-7 talk and analysis on Sirius XM SEC radio from hosts like Chris Doring, Jacob Hester, Aaron Murray, and myself, Peter Burns, as well as live play-by-play. Try us out for free on your phone, online, and at home, and take your team with you anywhere you go. Get a free trial at SiriusXM.com slash SECSXM.
Well, Bulldog fans reminding you that only Bully is allowed at Mississippi State during football games. When you're in town for a game, need a place for your dog to stay, choose Shaggy Hound right here in Starkville. Shaggy Hound offers a variety, of, a variety of accommodations to meet the needs of every four-legged family member. Board your dog, contact Shaggy Hound at 662-338-9400. Hey, when we go out of town, that's where we go. Same here. We uh, Sometimes the doggy daycare, they come back and they're worn out. They just go right to bed. I got two big dogs. And so the, the big thing for me is that they don't want to dig as much. They just tear up my backyard, Coach. Ours is small, but it's dumb as a box of wrenches. I mean, it is a dumb dog. Well, we've got, uh, we've got one decent and one just complete idiot. <laughs> that's what we have. But the, but the idiot brings in the, you know, the, the one that's okay all the time. It's well, kind of like good. kids. <laughs> you know? Well, how would you like to be able to listen to us while synced up to your TV in the comfort of your own home? Go to SyncMyGame.com to find out how. And our friends at Mississippi 811 want us to dig into the opponent a little bit, and that's what we're going to talk about right Dude. now. The Alabama Crimson Tide this weekend. And, and Coach, you having the week off, now you're playing a team, you know, the two schools that have the closest proximity in the SEC, 90 miles to the east, and all of a sudden you, you played a team that's coming off a loss, their first loss of the season. They had a very physical football game this past Saturday against LSU, and you know Alabama is, is a team's kind of be scratching and clawing, but it's, it's that next opponent in front of you. Yeah, I mean, uh, they've been the standard in the league, and that, that's what I talked about with our kids this week, that it's an unbelievable opportunity to compete individually, you know, against some of the best receivers and the best defensive backs in the country and, you know, as a program, you know, in, in you know, in offense, defense, and special teams. So, uh, I mean, our kids are fired up. They're excited about this game. It's, it's a great opportunity, and it's what, what you sign up for when you decide to be a part of this conference. Looking at how players are, guys that want to play, they always want to play the best. You, you look at how we came out offensively in that first half against LSU. I mean, you, you're talking about a top-five team. It's almost like true competitors, they want to play the best. Yeah, absolutely. And we and that was the challenge. You know, we come out in LSU and for about a quarter and a half there. We were toe-for-toe toe driving in to, to tie the thing up and, you know, threw the pick and then cut a guy loose in coverage, and it got away from us a little bit there. And, you know, that was a challenge this week that, that we showed that we could do it. We got to do it more consistency. But in a margin of error league against a caliber opponent like this, you know, when the play's there, you got to make them. There, there, there is no... You know, redo, there is no spot the ball again. you, you got to be able to make the plays. And going into this week and looking back at how the Arkansas game kind of unfolded you know, early in the game, being able to drive down and score, giving you some confidence early on, that would be big once again. If, if you can come out and score early, it would really help out the conference. Absolutely. you got to set the tone early and you know, win the battle up front on both sides, you know, make a play. And, and certainly in this one, you got to got to win the explosive play battle, got to win a turnover battle, got to be great on third down and in the red zone. Talking about basketball players, you know, sometimes the good players just got to shoot. Sometimes you got to get in a rhythm. As an offensive play caller, what's it like getting in that zone? I mean, you, you start calling plays, you try to mix and match, but I know you, you know, I know you had that feeling of when it feels like everything is just going right. That Arkansas game, like, looked like everything that you called worked out perfect. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, you're averaging over 40 the last two games combined, and. You know, to me, confidence comes through preparation. So when you go through a week, you put a great game plan together and the kids practice with excitement and urgency and physicality and precision, you know, you could take the field with confidence knowing that, you, that you, you know, when you call play, you know, they've worked well enough during the week and gone through all the different scenarios and looks that they can go against and you have a high level of confidence they're going to be able to execute. When I look at Mississippi State, when I look at our stats and I look at Alabama stats, the thing that stands out to me 
is how balanced both teams have been, you and Alabama, as far as first down play calls. When you start talking about running and throwing the football on first down play calls, keeping somebody off balance, that's going to be a big key on Saturday. Yeah, our first and second down efficiency has actually been, been really good when you kind of dig into that from an analytics standpoint. And I know the one thing that you don't want to do against this team with, with the pass rushers, 24 and 33 on the edge, you don't want to get yourself in a bunch of third longs because their pressure packages, the way they attack protections, and the way they're able to cover on the back end. You know, you got to be in third and shorts and third and mediums, kind of makeable distances, so to speak, because these guys pin their ears back to pass rush. You know, they got two of the best on the edges. I was looking at some of those analytics today. When, when, you, when you take a look at Tommy Stevens and his stats on third down and six or less, and it's almost automatic yeah. getting a first down. But yep. keeping him in third down and six and short, how, how big is it that first, if you can't get, if you try, try to take that, that, uh, that look downfield on first down, how big is it on second down to be able to get you that third down and six? Yeah. One thing I learned from Walt Harris at Pitt, who had been a coordinator and you know, head coach and been in the NFL, his thought process with quarterbacks was second and long, get half of it back. So you, you, right. and you, you're not trying You get second and ten or maybe second a little bit more. You know, you're not looking to get all of it back on one play. You're looking to cut that thing in half so you can get into that makeable distance of six or less. And, you know, that, like I said, that's the kind of thing you got to do here. You look at the number of third down conversions of seven or more that they've given up. It's not a very high number. And a lot of that goes back to just some cohesiveness with your receivers and your quarterback. And when your quarterback is injured, it's hard to get that cohesiveness. It's hard to get that timing. And it seems like having that week off after you have that positive against Arkansas, you can kind of get these guys on the same page. Yeah, Tommy playing with a ton of confidence right now. And, you know, we're protecting well. Colin has his best game as a runner, but he also has his best game as a pass protector. Uh, guys are getting open. You know, we're throwing the ball with accuracy. And, you know, the, like I said, with their cover guys and, and the way you not to get the way they pattern match in some of their two high zone stuff, you know, they, they do a real good job kind of matching routes and things like that. So, yeah, you got to be on point with keeping the guys away from the quarterback, but you also got to do a good job scheming it up to get them open. And facing third down and seven or more, how does that allow a defense to, to scheme a little bit different and hide some things? Because a lot of times when, when you start hiding things, that's when you can throw, throw that big pick. Yeah, and uh, like I said they, they – they're very specific in their, their uh, you know, pressure plan for each game, you know, working to attack an opponent's, uh, you know, pass protection and then mixing up the coverages behind it. And I think they do a good job disguising, you know, knowing what routes you've run going into the game and putting the coverage together to kind of attack those things. So, uh, you know, they're, they're as good as anybody from, from that standpoint. We're, we're, we're getting kind of old now, both of us. Yeah. So, you know, old school football coach, at the end of the day, when you start looking at offenses and how things have, have changed in the way of college football, how much is it still comes down to just blocking and tackling? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> regard, no, I mean, regard, I mean, you could be in, in the eye and, you know, whacking power and ISO. You could be a triple option team. You could be a spread team. You could be no huddle team. It all comes down. The guys up front got to block the guys across from them. So it's just a matter of what the schemes are and who you're reading. And, and that's why you see so many – people go into a spread type of offense is it eliminates the number of blocks you got it's like open field tackling drill is easier for the offense win than Oklahoma drill because right. when, when you put all those people in a, in a phone booth those are a lot of battles to win in a small amount of space but you start reading people out and start spreading people out and you start reading them it helps your numbers it helps your angles it helps get your athletes in space but at the end of the day whether you're spread out or you're tight in there you know you got to block a guy in front of you I'll tell you what Kylan Hill's a tough guy to to tackle when you get him in open space. And if you can open things up throwing the football, it really gives him a chance to run. And we saw that against Arkansas. Yeah, it was. It was a good combination of running and pass. 
Well, we'll come back. We'll talk further about Alabama. We'll have the final segment here at the veranda. Well, are you looking to get in shape before the holidays? This is what I need. So you're is on the diet. you asking me? No, I do. Oh, okay. No, That's no, rhetorical. you're doing a great job. No, I'm not. You're doing a great job. Thank you. I mean, they, Jay left this special out here. Strat brought the utensils, and I'm proud of that it. That was for you. I know. I know it. I know. Don't worry. I'm going to have about two plays. We'll box that thing up. Get Absolutely. out of here. Absolutely. Well, Starville Athletic Club has you covered with 24-hour key card access, tanning beds, steam rooms, and updated equipment. They also have free child care while attending any of their various classes. So come by to the newly remodeled facility and see why Starville Athletic Club is the best gym for you. Back with a final word on dog talk here at the veranda in Starville. This is Mississippi State football from Learfield IMG College. Hello, it's me, the designer jeans in the back of your closet. What happened to us? I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Okay, maybe I never really fit you right, but I got a lot more Sunday fun days left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Queens have mastered the art of tuning out. Jen, there's a spider in the car. We're turning your room into a home gym. See, nothing. But some messages need to get through, like making sure they're buckled up the whole ride, every time. Do whatever it takes to make your child listen. Jen, I friended your boyfriend. Wait, what? Buckle up, sweetie. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To buy your home, you became a house hunting ace. Learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. Now you're queen of your castle. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll feel empowered to own your retirement like you own your home. Go to aceyourretirement.org. Because when it comes to clearing financial hurdles, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired, but I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff, create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo 
Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P. always walk it. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. A ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update. I'm gonna let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. Back for Dog Talk, presented by C Spire, live at the veranda where they're always ready to serve up the flavor for the Bulldogs. Well, Bulldog fans, with becoming an official sponsor of MSU Athletics, help you achieve your business goals. MWG Employer Services is offering your company the chance to win $30,000 in free advertising as an official sponsor of MSU Athletics. So register your business now at hailstate.com slash game changer. Just think your logo could be on the Jumbotron next season when the team takes the field. I'm Bart Gregory. He's Joe Moorhead, the head football coach at Mississippi State. And uh, coach, going into this Alabama game, big game on campus. We talk about the, this is why you come to the SEC. But for those guys over there, this is why they come to the SEC, too, to get the chance to go and hear all these cowbells going to be ringing on Saturday. Yeah, best atmosphere in college football. I know the fans are going to have it cranked up, starting with the dog walk and all the way into the fourth quarter. You know, our kids feed off that energy, feed off that excitement, and, you know, we'll get it cranked up early. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a great game. When you look at, uh, at, at all the atmospheres around the SEC, and, of course, you know, that's – and around the country in the Power Fives, you, you have some great home field advantages. But when our place is packed and when our place is loud, it's just completely different than any other place. Uh, I mean, I've been at the best in the Big Ten, been at the best in the SEC, and, and this one takes a backseat to no one, and that's because of the, the people in the state, the people in Starville, the people who support the Bulldogs. They, they make it a, an unbelievable atmosphere. You've got that three-game stretch left, all of them at home. 28 days away, twice this season. That was unique. Absolutely. It's crazy. And so you had the big you know, three-game stretch early. You had the one in the middle, and now the three-game stretch at home. How big is it to be able to play the final month of the season, not have to worry about travel plans? It's pretty much like, okay, guys, this is our place. Let's go get it here to our place. Yeah, particularly with the home field advantage and, and the atmosphere our people provide and kids being in the comfort and, and the routine and all those things. So, all, And, and you, you kind of look at – you know, the close games throughout the conference, uh, you know, usually the home team's got a, got a pretty good shot at it. This is only Alabama's third road game this year. They played, you know, yeah. at South Carolina. They played at Texas A&M and now coming on the road to start well on Saturday. You know that you're, they're going to get, uh, you're going to get a good shot. And we kind of know they're going to get a pretty good shot from us. And it, how, how tough is it, you know, kind of getting back in the swing of things after a week off, it is good to have that, you know, to have that freshness. But sometimes you have to knock the rust off too. Yeah, a little bit. And uh, you know, when you're going against a scout team and, and the kids, you know, the walk-on guys, the guys who are redshirting, you know, some of the, the, the threes and fours, they do a, an unbelievable job working to simulate the the, the offense, the defense, the special teams, or the opposition. 
but there's no way to replicate the speed and the physicality of it. And I think that's the biggest thing as you're working against the scout teams throughout the week. You know, you're getting the looks, you're playing with physicality, you're improving your precision. That you can never be be surprised by the speed or physicality of the game, and I think that's that's the biggest thing as you head into SEC play against a team like Alabama. That uh, you know you can't wait; you got to turn it on quick. And here at the end of the year, you hear some coaches say, "When we're playing a bunch of freshmen, all of a sudden they're sophomores at the end of the year." You also hear some coaches say, "Hey, let me tell you, these guys are not used to that year-long physicality, and they may break down a little bit." What are your thoughts? I mean, the freshmen late in the season. Is, is it a good thing, or sometimes can it be a bad thing? Yeah, some, some spots we really don't have much of a choice, but, uh, <laughs> and, they, and they've earned it. So, I mean, guys like, guys like Martin, guys like Pick, you know, Garrett, you know, guys have been playing a lot of football. You know, they've grown up quick, and they got to not think like freshmen anymore. they got to think like older guys. But certainly, you know, coming off of a, a year where you're just in high school and you're on a playoff run and things like that, and now you're teeing it up against Alabama, and te- it's just different. And, and Jaron even remarked about you know, that the game before he got hurt, that it's, you know, the speed of the game and the physicality, it, it takes getting used to for a young guy. Is it more from a, is it physical or is it more mental? You hear about speed, speeding the game up and then slowing it down. Yeah, I think it's a combination from a mental standpoint, just, you know, you're not playing a couple coverages and a, and a couple fronts and, you know, and it's not just what you're doing, but the, the complexity of the offense or the defense that you're going against. And then on top of that, you know, compounded by the by the physical part of it and the speed of it. You know, that's all. It's all a lot for young. Guys. So these young guys that are playing here and across country at a, at a high level as true freshmen. It's hard to do. And now you play Alabama, then you've got Abilene Christian, then you've got Ole Miss, and you're going to have that short week that last week. But coming into this Alabama game, we've talked about Alabama on the defensive side and kind of you know what you want to do offensively. But on the defensive side, I mean, Najee Harris and uh, Tua a quarterback, a good wide receiver core. This is one of those teams where they can really click offensively. And, I mean, they mix and match. They run it well and they throw it well. Yeah, I think the reality of it is it's like the old Chris Berman saying, you're not going to stop them. you got to hope to, to – got to contain them. And to me, it's playing great situational football. You know, they're, they're going to get their yards. When you have an opportunity to get off the field on third down, you got to do it. And if they get into the red zone, you got to hold them to three or zero instead of seven. And obviously, two is going to be a high draft pick, you know, LSU and, and uh, Alabama with the, the receiving core, they run four or five deep. Najee Harris and the guys behind them, you know, big, strong, physical offensive line. Coach Sark does a good job down it up. So, you know, they're, they're definitely a handful on offense. We talked about matchups a little bit ago uh, and about you know, blocking and tackling. But it, to you as a coach coming in and you're playing a team like Alabama, what's, what's the area you're looking at? What's that big matchup and that big key that you're looking for in this game? Yeah, you got to do a great job up front, uh, but at the same time, it, 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 it's the explosive plays. You know what I mean? You, you, you keep the ball in front of you and you get it tackled, you get it on the ground, make them snap it again. You know what I mean? You, can, you keep it in front, you can tackle them, they get behind you. You know, that, that, that's not one that you can tackle. So we got, for as much as they push the ball down the field and have some of those explosive guys on the edges, you know, we got to do a great job, you know, keeping the ball inside, in front, and getting it on the ground. And looking at a type of defense that Alabama's going to have, and Looking at 11, 12, 13 play drives and, and, and chewing up some clock, but this is going to be one of those games where we'd like to have some of those big they, chunk plays too. Yeah, you're not going to make a living with, with yeah. 10, 12 play drives against these guys. They're, so you got to find a way to generate some explosive plays as well. So to me, it's a balance of eating up some clock, getting first downs, you know, kind of methodically moving the ball down the field and, you know, keeping their, their offense off the field. But at the same time, you got to take some calculated risk and some shots down the field to, to, to generate big plays. Overall, 75% of the way through the season. 
and you've got with, with three games left, just from an overall standpoint, just looking up and down, finally getting some health, that's going to be a big key. Yep. And so, hey, we go out, we pop them in the mouth early, should be a lot of fun. No, we're going to have a heck of a game. We're very excited. Look forward to seeing the fans there and Hale State. Coach, appreciate it as always. Great job, bye, brother. Appreciate you having us. Mississippi State and Alabama will gear up Bulldog fans are a huge selection of officially licensed merchandise, including the latest from Adidas at Fanatics, a Fanatics experience. So for Joe Moorhead, I'm Bart Gregory. On the saying, Bulldog Sports so Network, live from the veranda where it's all about the flavor, this has been Dog Talk with Joe Moorhead, brought to you by C Spire, customer-inspired, Regions Bank, the official bank of the SEC, and by the Mississippi Ford Dealers and the F-150, the official truck of the Mississippi State Bulldogs. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Bulldogs Sports Network. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.